so I want to um, dedicate this to all the people who have um, helped me with the now moments in my life, and to my uh, two teenage daughters, who at times drive me nuts, uh, but daddy loves you dearly. <clears throat> it's funny how over time you begin to recognize that where you are today could be the result of earlier actions taken that facilitated you reaching this point or place in time, maybe this specific moment. In 1972, at the age of eight years old, my single mother made the very difficult decision to have me ride Chicago Public Transportation to my Catholic elementary school with my two female cousins who were 13 and 10. My school was located on the far southwest side of Chicago, <clears throat> excuse me, which back then was a working middle class black neighborhood sprinkled with the occasional white family. My cousins would ride the bus with me to 69th Street, get off the bus and watch me walk one block to school, and then they would have to walk two blocks back to 67th Street to attend their school. This went on for two years until I reached the age of 10 years old. I was happy to take that ride. <clears throat> Excuse me, with my cousins. And I had no idea, I mean no idea, of the potential bad outcomes that could have resulted. Even at that age though, I knew something was different. And I knew not to screw around on that one block walk that I had to take alone. Yes, of course, I daydreamed a bit and it felt like an adventure. I never knew how my mother and aunt worried that something could happen to either myself or my cousins. However, their worries did not stop them from preparing us for other like moments in our lives where we had to take risks to make our lives better. Let's fast forward to 1998. <clears throat> my mother has been deceased since 1991. I am now married and working in Minneapolis. I'm offered the opportunity to move to a foreign country for work. Of course, being the first African-American for my company to be offered an expatriate position could not be passed up upon. They flew me over for the interview, and I remember taking the taxi ride to the office and watching the planes approach for landing. <clears throat> Excuse me. The office was near the airport. It was a routine finance interview where they make sure you can add and subtract. <laughs> and most importantly, don't mind saying no to spending. I was assured that 99% of the Dutch people took pride in speaking and practicing their English, so I had no concerns over the language barrier. As well, the Dutch had colonized Indonesia, so I noticed that there were a few people who looked like me as I walked through Amsterdam. I flew back two days later and waited for the final offer. We got the offer and quickly said yes, but there was a caveat, as there always is. I had to leave within a month. In the meantime, <clears throat> sorry, my wife stayed back <clears throat> and helped me and helped with selling our house and putting our furniture into storage. So I moved into a motel, a hotel on a weekend while they prepared our apartment in the Netherlands. Now comes Monday, and I needed to get to work. 
So I go to the concierge, I give him the address to my office, and he tells me to take the 222 Express bus. I'll never forget it. All of a, <clears throat> all of a sudden, I'm eight years old again. And I'm looking for my cousin's hand. that I used to hold for reassurance and comfort. She's not there. Something inside of me said, you can do this. So I see the 224 bus, but not the 222. And time is running out for me to arrive on time. So I get on the 224 bus. And as my luck would have it, <laughs> I have the only bus driver in Amsterdam that does not speak English. <laughs> I ride the bus to the end of the line, <clears throat> and I'm not at my job. <laughs> I don't have my company-issued cell phone, so I have no way to call anyone. The bus line ends in a residential area, and nothing looks familiar. I know now that this was my now moment. I had been prepared for this moment by a loving mother, an aunt, and two cousins. What do I do? I could panic. I could ask for help, but no one's around. I decided to take a deep breath, look at the sky, and follow the paths of the airplanes that were descending for a landing. I make twists and turns, follow the roads and the planes. 35 minutes later, I see the building I interviewed at. I arrive to work 30 minutes late. Much later in life, I realize that I had been prepared for that moment of being alone and not knowing exactly what to do. I was prepared by a circumstance that required me to venture out so that when I had to venture out on my own, I would be okay. <clears throat> First Universalist, I like to think we all have had earlier moments that have prepared us, prepared us for our now moments, whatever those moments are to us raising kids, having Donald Trump as president, or burying a loved one. Let's keep our hearts and minds open and not be afraid of our now moments. Come, let us worship together.